Welcome back everybody to another podcast episode. Today we're talking about how to always have the upper hand, how to always have the victory and how to grow in our strength. What's the key? The key is to have joy. Have you ever noticed that when you're truly joyful and happy, there's a pep in your step and everything seems easier. You could honestly have the most grumpy and mean customer come into your workplace and be totally unbothered by it. You could have a boss that's mean to you. You could have a situation happen to you and it's just like water off a duck's back. It doesn't even affect you. It doesn't get into your heart. When your joy is built on a rock, on a firm foundation that can't easily be rocked or shaked or moved by a a gust of wind, that's when you can have the victory. How do I know this? Because Nehemiah 8.10 says, Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you need strength in any area of your life, you need to focus on building your joy. Because we can't gain this strength um, in our own human nature, in our own strength. We need it to be from the Lord. Because in that way, it's everlasting and unshakable. Now, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is circumstantial. When something good happens, you are happy. If someone says something nice, you are happy. But joy is not based off of circumstances. Joy is a condition of the heart. And you can train yourself to be a person of joy. You know, in 2 Chronicles 2020, they sent the people of praise before the army. Let me read it to you. Second Chronicles 2020, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm, believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. So side note, it's important to be a person of faith also. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And, you know, that's the thing with faith as well, is it's before you have the manifestation of the victory or what you're believing for, you praise God for it anyway. If you just stay in a place of praise and thanksgiving unto the Lord, You will always have the victory. And this is what one of my favorite preachers said. It's scriptural to have some trials, but it's unscriptural to be defeated. We can always have the victory. And if we don't have the victory, if we've lost a battle, it's not God's fault. He is not the one to blame. It's because we have missed it somewhere. So this joy is available to us. We just have to access it by faith. You know, James chapter four, verse eight says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So we always have to take those first steps of faith towards the Lord. We have to, one of my favorite preachers, Kenneth Hagin, he often says that he would have to laugh by faith before joy would come. He would just fake laugh in the devil's face to prove to the devil that he couldn't steal his joy or his healing. And he would just laugh in the flesh, in the natural, and then the actual joy and that the real laughter would kick in. So if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. It's not he might, but he will. So, you know, Jesus did everything he was ever going to do on the cross. It's just by our faith that we access it all. Now, we have to train our brains to focus on the positive. We have to train our brains to 
look at the good in every situation, to be grateful and thankful in all circumstances. Now, last year was um, an extremely difficult year for me just in the workplace I was in and there was a person honestly just being used by the devil to come against me for about eight months straight, day in, day out. Um, there was just no rest from it. And as the months went on, I had to learn how to praise when there didn't seem to be anything praiseworthy going on. I had to choose joy when there didn't seem to be anything to be happy about. Um, you know, I before I was all in for the Lord, before I had the fire in my belly, I spent so much time on social media. And some of you may be aware that there's so much of this um, mental health awareness on social media. It's the whole, it's okay to not be okay. And um, it's okay to let your feelings rule you. You know, all emotions are good and you just sit with them, you honour them, you just explore them, blah, 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 blah. And I was also a chaplain at a school for at-risk teenagers where everything was feelings-based. Um, they were taught to name their feelings and to focus on them and learn about them. And it was kind of like you, it's hard to put into words, but it's kind of like you validate and bow down to the feelings. And that feeling or a strong emotion you're feeling is the ultimate truth. But no, that is not, not faith. Um, why would anyone want to be sad? It's when you're sad and depressed. That's when the, the, the enemy can get in. Um, that's an open door to the enemy. So we can't let our feelings rule us. Our feelings lie to us. If our feelings don't match up with the word of God, then they're, then they're not true. Now, I'm a girl. I'm a female. I know what feelings are. I have them, but we can't choose them. If I have a feeling or in a strong emotion, I have to catch it and throw it away and I have to move on. I can't do that in my own strength, but it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I actually had someone ask me recently, like, you're busy, you fit a lot into your time. Like, how do you do it? Like, how do you cope with having a busy life and I just said the key for me is just to not think about it because as soon as you dwell on it as soon as you think about the fact that you're busy and you don't have time and blah 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 it's so overwhelming and I have no time for myself and self-care movement blah 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 you know as soon as you start thinking like that that's when it gets hard but I said first of all I don't even allow myself to think along those lines and I just choose to look on and think on the good things and the grateful things. So, you know, I've had to train my mind to be that way. I used to be the biggest complainer, always focusing on the negative, worst case scenarios. It was pity party central over in Danny's world. Anytime I caught up with someone, it was just, oh, I have no money or I'm this, or, I'm sick or this person did this and they did that and everyone's against me and because of this happened in my childhood, it's because that's the way I am now and just to... Oh, along those lines, I'm sure you've all met people like that. And if you notice that people that are like that, nothing ever seems to get better in their life. It just stays 
the same because your thought life determines your life. You know, out of the heart, the issues of life flow. And your attitude determines your altitude in life. Who's going to hire a sad, depressed, complainy, gossipy person? But if you're a person of joy, if you bring value, if you bring a light, people are going to want you around. So it is a choice to be in joy. Just like we train our muscles in the gym, we can train our brain. It's like in our brain, if we're so used to thinking and believing a certain way, it's like we've carved that path in the forest of our minds. We've walked that track in the forest so many times that it's just, it's easy. It's just the way our brain wants to go. But when we decide to start a new thought pattern and a new way of doing things, it's like walking through a new part of the forest, which you haven't walked through before. And there's lots of twigs in the way. It's a little bit hard. There's resistance. But the more you walk that path in the forest, the, the more visible that path is or like the easier it is to walk down that path and the more prominent it will become and then that old habit that old thought you can let the weeds grow over and just let that become non-existent right and you know complaining is a total waste of time it doesn't add value to your life it doesn't actually solve any problems by complaining and being depressed and just wallowing in self-pity That's not how we get our breakthrough and our victory. You know, we often think that by worrying and stressing and overthinking situations, that's where the answer and the breakthrough is going to come because in our fear and in our worrying, we're going to have that light bulb moment of the solution. But have you ever noticed that you never actually get that light bulb moment or the solution in that fear and worry? God wasn't kidding when he said, You have to cast your cares on him because he cares for you and he will work everything out to those who love him. So if we focus on loving the Lord single-mindedly, if we are all in loving the Lord, everything in our life will work out. His Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into victory. So complaining, whining, being depressed, wallowing in self-pity and feelings and worrying, being fear, that isn't going to help you at all. Matthew 6, 27 in the Amplified Classic Version says, And who of you by worrying and being anxious can add one unit of measure or cubit to your statue or the span of your life? So worrying and being anxious doesn't add value to your life. It doesn't exp- extend the span of your life. It doesn't produce anything for you. It's a time waster. Okay. Isaiah 61 verse 3 says the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness this is available this oil of joy is available to us this garment of praise instead of heaviness is available to us now we have to put on that garment of praise like a coat we have to choose to do it we have to get dressed in the morning and we have to decide right there and then today is a day of joy This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Because remember, your thought life determines your life and the condition of your heart determines the course of your life because out of the heart, the issues of life flow, right? So like, for example, we do a lot of praise 
in our worship sessions at church because praise is where you get the victory, praise is where you get the, the, uh, the breakthrough and that is where the strength comes from. And you know what? Sometimes we don't feel like jumping, sometimes we don't feel like clapping, sometimes we don't feel like dancing, sometimes we just don't want to be happy but we have to do it by faith and when you start doing it by faith, that is when it'll happen for real. So if you need any kind of strength today, if you need energy, if you need fresh fire, if you're battle weary, you need to focus on joy. You need to focus on joy. Do you know what? And in day-to-day -day life, like add things into your day that make you happy and bring you joy. Like it's okay. Like I bought myself new bedding and linen yesterday and it's really nice and I enjoy it and it's something that makes me happy. So plan your days in such a way that it brings you joy and happiness. You know what I mean? Like I love having a cup of coffee as I read my Bible in the morning as the sun's coming up. Do I have to have the coffee? No. But is it something small that I enjoy? Yes, so I do it. So, how do we get this joy? Just praise the Lord. Just praise him. Just be grateful. Be thankful. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Just focus all of your time and your, your, your energy on just praising and thanking the Lord and focusing on his goodness and choosing to be joyful. And also... Here's another thing about faith. Do you know what? Okay, let me just get this scripture up on the Bible app on my laptop. Let's go to Hebrews mm -hmm. chapter 11, verse 1. Oh, going off script. It would be great if I could find Hebrews right now. Okay. I'm going to read it also in the Amplified Classic Version. New King Jack, no, Amplified Classic, where are you? Do, do, do. Right, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So if things in your natural circumstances and your feelings are not joyful, faith says that we believe the opposite anyways, that if there's something you're believing for, something that you're hoping for, faith says, I have it now. Even if I don't see it manifest in the natural, in the physical, we believe that we have it now. And that's why you can be in joy all the time despite your natural circumstances because you can, you can with the Lord, with your imagination, have hopes and visions for the future and what you're desiring and you can focus on that and praise the Lord for that thing you're believing for and it keeps you in a place of joy. So faith is the assurance, the confirmation and the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. So listen to this, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So staying in faith is also a key to being in joy because faith tells you we don't look at what we see right now but we look at what's ahead and we claim it by faith um 
So put on the, take the oil of joy for mourning. Put on the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Retrain your brain to think joyful, happy, grateful, thankful thoughts. And strength will come. All right? Be blessed in the name of Jesus.